0: True! Same thing we did yesterday where my camera decided not to pick me up. And I guess what we'll do is we'll go back to here and that way you guys can at least see what I've got going on here. Again, no particular reason why the camera is not picking up. Oh, lordy, 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 the things we do for fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. That's how we have to do it here. Uh, this I don't know why that's a thing, but this is what we're doing. So there we go. Hi, everybody. All right, I'm Jim Price. Jim Price, Show Daily Update. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it is November 29th. It's today. It's Wednesday. I don't know. It's a but crappy kind of day. Crappy kind of day? Did I say that right? Crappy, 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 crappy. Uh, again, I don't know why that did that. Again, there's no reason for the camera not to pick up right before I go to go live. But, hey... That's all right. We know that there's an entire government agency out there that has a salary, and they actually go out of their way to manipulate our lives. That's a true fact. And uh, the reason I know that is I actually interviewed a lady just a few months ago, back in, I say a few months ago, back in July. And uh, this individual, she has been um, going out of her way to sue the people that are out there you know doing this very thing uh, which is manipulating our daily lives and making it to where we can't function naturally because why well my UPS package showed up a day late. My uh, next day air didn't make it for three days. my uh, my mail just seems to always get ran over but her name is Anna and or Anne and she's uh, somebody who I'm gonna be having here on the show very soon. Uh, we've been talking, but she is actually suing an entire government agency to stop messing with your life. That sounds fairly simple, doesn't it? That doesn't seem like a big deal. But here's what, I'm, what I I want to point out to you, and I wanted to, to, to uh, let me go to this website here. I don't know why I do this sometimes, get myself a little, um, the website itself, let me bring it up here for you. And it is, make sure I got it spelled right. All right, so here's the website itself, and I'm going to show you guys this oh, little little ditty. little ditty about Jack and Diane, two American kids doing the best they can. All right, here we go. So this is the website here, TargetedLivesMatter, uh, TargetedJustice.com, and this is their website. It's a little bit clunky. I mean, I'm not saying anything about mine either, but this is her, A-N-A-N-A. T-O-L-E-D-O. She's actually going through and she's actually doing all this stuff. She's got a newsletter. She's got groups, T-shirts, register for the lawsuit, donate, uh, all the good stuff that we all have. Now, these are all the different things. She has Twitter, Rumble, BitChute, Gab, uh, another Twitter, uh, another Gab. These are all different ones. And so please consider a donation. Uh, there's a lot of things in here. This is one about military microwave weapons used on U.S. citizens. These are photos of victims that they have. But the reason I want to, to talk about this is this is a, a woman who is a lawyer in Texas, and she spends her day going through all this stuff and showing that our government is going out of its way. Uh, CIA, you got right here, you see this. Uh, oops, I don't know why they didn't pick up. But anyway, you got the CIA, the NSA, You've got Lockheed Martin, Department of Justice, FBI. Uh, There's all these different people that are involved. You've got David Cohen, Dick Cheney, um, Rubenstein, uh, General Raymond. Uh, These are all, this this is what we're looking at here. This is the problem for us is that we have these people who are going out of their way to continue to destroy you. And I, don't, I, I know this sounds like I'm just keep repeating this over and over again, but here's a, an entire website, an individual. She spends her day suing your government to get them to stop doing what they're doing to you. Now, I know today I started out with the title of the show called Q, and I put question marks behind it. And the reason I want to do that is I want to go through the process in which I have myself become... I got into this whole thing not because of Q and not because of any conversations I had with any one person or a group of people. I started doing this because of my my story. I got into this because of what I had been dealing with and what I was up against. And, uh, Lawrence, good to see you up there in Canada. Thank you so much. Lindsay, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Now, I got into this... So let's let's do a little. I, I got You know, I always include my story because I have to make sure that I am giving you a point of reference to why I talk the way I do with the passion that I have because of my life. Okay. So when I go and I run for office, and I think that I'm just going out there to do what you know my patriotic duty, just go run for office, just like you know everybody else should be doing. There should be hundreds of people on every single ballot, on every single position, giving everybody a true choice. This is what we should be thinking about, right? So we should be thinking about, okay, how do we get ourselves to that point? I'm, I was like, hey, how do I get there? By example. And there's a lot of times that I say, hey, I'm going to go do this, and no different than coaching, no different than how I was with my kids. I didn't expect my kids to do things or my, my, st- my uh, athletes to do things that I wasn't willing to do myself or I wasn't going to participate. I was very much a part of what they were doing. So the, by example, Jim Price Hey, you want to you make the world a better place? Yeah, I want to make the world a better place. Well, I'm going to go run for office. Sounds great, Jim. How much is going to cost you? $129? Sure, let's do it. So you, you scoop together $129, you run down, and you run for office. I ran for office, and then immediately I started being contacted by some of the weirdest groups and the weirdest organization and some of the weirdest people that I probably have ever met up to that point. So, when I think of how all this works for us, I say, okay, well, what does that really mean? What does this look like? Anyway, I go and I run for office. I do whatever I think everybody else is supposed to do, and then my life gets torn apart. And my life gets torn apart in the most spectacular way. And guys, honestly, I'm not mad about it. I'm not hurt. I'm embarrassed by the way I was treated. I was embarrassed by the other the other people, the other human beings on this earth who, who are struggling and fighting against the same machine that I'm fighting against right now. And actually, I'm fighting for those cops who came into my house. I'm fighting for them for their freedom. Because they don't realize how they've been sucked up into a machine that they are really on an adrenaline rush. And the adrenaline rush feeds feeds that interpersonal ego that they, they they have to fill because that's the void they have in their life, and then they continue to do this. And I know that not all cops are bad. And the sad part of it is, is right now we're having a huge exodus of cops going out of the police department, but you know who those cops are? They're not the shitty ones. They're not the ones that should be leaving. They're the good ones. They can't do anything about it because all the ones that are in there continue to do the abusive nature practices that we've set up for ourselves. But I'm trying to set not only the cops free that came after me, and the politicians who came after me. I'm really trying to set them free from a machine that literally just taken away their morality. Takes away from them the decision-making skills that they really should have. And that's the sad part is that I'm looking at this as I want to see uh, the world be a better place. Kerry Heiserman, have you thought of running again? Uh, you have name recognition now, uh, Carrie. I would love to run again, but I don't know if I could ever do it in the state of Kansas. Just because I know how corrupt this government is in our state, and it is so dirty and nasty. I wish, I wish Kansas was as pristine and conservative and for the people as we think it really is. The sad part of it is, is when we disengage the ask of why and what and how and this, those kind of things, and we disengage that because we believe that we're being led by conservatives so we can go ahead and let that go, Kansas is going to be 10 years behind the curve of learning how corrupt and nefarious things really are. So it may be 10 years before Kansas actually ever starts to purge itself. And that's okay. You know, that's, that's, that's how it works. Kansas tends to be a little bit behind on trends of, of uh, market fluctuations and other things like that. Uh, Ken, Ken says, you got my vote, Jim. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate that, man. You guys are awesome up there in the great Northwest. Woo. Um, anyway, I did enjoy, uh, my time up there and Ken, you and your mom and all your friends up there. Thank you so much for your support up in that area. But Anyway, let's go back. I, 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 I want to have freedoms and liberties for everybody. I want to set these cops free to where they can actually gain relationships and bonds with the people that they walk a beat for, that they publicly serve. And I want them to be in a service point of view where they see uh, graffiti on a fence or on a wall. They, they either call somebody with a power washer or they go get a roller and they paint it out themselves. Or they've had a relationship with somebody in the neighborhood that they said, hey, uh, if you ever see graffiti, let me know. I've got extra paint. I'll come down there and paint. I'll paint the wall. I'll paint the fence. I'll do whatever. Or i got a power washer we can knock that off with. But see, the problem is, is we can't do that because we're so trapped in the machine saying, i got to get speeding tickets out there. i got to get arrests. I've got to get DUI overtime. And too many times we're seeing this as, as a real problem for ourselves because it's destructive to our nature. It's just destructive to our society. And I want these guys to stop being eaten up by the machine that they're in. But they don't want to see it that way because they are in the same boat that we are as a Manchurian candidate or not cheering, candidate, but as a um, uh, Munchausen um, uh, pro- problem is that we have these people who love their captors, and these cops love the adrenaline. They love the victimization of the people of society because it actually elevates them and gives them a higher stature, and that's inside their heart. That's what they believe that they're doing. They think that they're doing a great job by really enforcing the laws and ordinances and you know guidelines and... Things like that, and that's the sad part is that these guys don't realize they're actually hurting themselves. And, and it's not directly, but it's indirectly. Because every time we take someone out of society, every time we put someone into the court system, every time we feed them to that machine, the value of that person's life has changed through reputation, through financial monetization issues. Uh, I mean, everything. Everything changes. Now they have a record, right? And the sad part of it is, is that no matter how many times you get falsely accused of something, that goes on your record. And you know what's the first thing they bring up when they talk to you about your record? Is your record? Oh, look, see here, it looks like you uh, you were arrested for, oh, you had a speeding ticket. Oh, you kicked a dog. Oh, you, uh, whatever it is that they have been, you know, every, even though that says that you never were convicted of any of these things, they still will hold those against you and say, well, look, obviously this person's got a rap sheet. They've been arrested nine different times, 10 different times, 20 different times. Is there a conviction there? Well, no, but they've been arrested for it. Well, is arrest a conviction? Is that how we're doing this now? See, the sad part of it is is once you go into the judicial system, once you have a conviction, or not a conviction, but when you have an arrest, that is as bad as a conviction. And I'm telling you right now, guys, I know it doesn't seem that way, but it absolutely is. When you start looking at how they do the sentencing blocking, the sentence blocking, how they give you time for prison or probation or whatever it is, depending on how many times you've been arrested and how many times you've had convictions and how many times you've had contact with law enforcement, those are all part of it. But anyway, I digress. So as we think about this, I want—I don't want these people doing that. But the problem is, is we've got a system that is eating the people. Now, why did I go down this big path of go running for office and how I got here and the people and this and that? Well, because it's all part of what we are up against. When I say that I got into this because I saw what they did to my life I saw what they did to my, my, you know, my car collection, my finances, my reputation, my social groups. All those things were stripped away. And they weren't stripped away on a gradual process over five or ten years. We're talking about this was overnight. And some of the people that I consider to be friends were those that actually were the ones victimizing me the most. Because as a friend, even though they were on the inside of the Cool Kids Club, as a friend, they were trying to elevate themselves as a friend... They were getting their check boxes with their Cool Kids Club. The judge I was having friends with, or I was having coffee with every morning. And the sad part of this is the shadow government is where, right there next to you. It's really the people in your group. That's who they come after first. They either go in to attack those people, or they go in to try to flip those people to go against you. And they have ways of doing that. They have ways of financially doing it, legally doing it, socially doing it, physically doing it. This is all part of the deal. Now, that's my story, and I know that took about 15 minutes or so to get into all that. And the reason I want to talk to, uh, hey, Kimberly, uh, Kimberly, uh, Rebecca Wells, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. So when we think about how we got here with our awakening, so to speak, a lot of people will say that Q was the reason that they got here. And I will tell you that I saw the original YouTube video, uh, The Fall of the Cabal, within about a month or two of its release. It it didn't have millions of views at the time I saw it. It was still a... uh, I don't know if it was even at 100,000 views when I saw it. I don't even know. Maybe it wasn't even 10,000 views. I know I saw it very early on. And the reason was is I was... I I, I, I saw someone make a comment about something. Uh, Patricia, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. So... I saw this movie, and the problem with it is, is so many of those things made sense to me. Some of those things were observational things that I had already knew or understood. They weren't something brand new. But the sad part of it was is that someone had made this video that was multiples of hours long, multiples of sections long, and this whole thing, they were, they were you know, they, were, they had put this together, the lady with the pleasant accent, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, and the sad part of it was I actually thought about it as, as a trap. I thought, well, is this a trap? Is this somebody just out there screwing around? Is this somebody making up stuff so that we expose ourselves for being people who believe in certain things in certain ways? And I do believe that a lot of this stuff has been used for that. Just look at January 6th. Just look at how we've been treated with 9-11. Just look at how we've been treated with the vaccines. Look how we've been treated with all these different ones, right? So again, this is a whole this is a whole paradigm thing. Like this is a whole thing for me. This is a shift. Now, I knew about the ground penetrating radar that we tunnel under other countries and we know other countries tunnel under us. I knew that was a fact. I knew that that's what we did cuz I put those in for the Department of Defense as a part of their security systems. So the tunnels and the kids and the and the executive orders for tunnel warfare. By the way, has everybody forgot about the tunnel warfare executive order that Trump put out? That there was billions of dollars spent on tunnel warfare. Specifically. Specifically. I always that word is always kind of a weird one, right? Pronunciation. But anyway, as as we were going, I was going down this path and and As I I really, I actually held on to that video. I don't think I showed anybody for six to eight months because I really didn't know what I had just seen and I didn't know how to really talk to people. And so for me, the whole fall of the cabal was really what I thought was enough. Uh, There was a lot of people that if I started handing, I said, "Have have you seen the fall of the cabal? And people would be like, no, what is it? I said, well, you need to watch it. Just Just watch the first episode and then tell me, you know, and let me know what you think after the first episode. And I could usually tell if the person watched the first episode or the second or the third or fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh. Hey, Denise, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. So... Depending on what conversation they came to me with, I could, I could say, I could tell them, I could say, oh, well, you've only made it to episode six, or you only made it to episode four or three. And they're like, oh, yeah, I haven't watched all the others. I just had to call you, man. This is crazy. I can't believe this. This is, this is. I knew it. 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 Well, then instantaneously, within about six months to a year or whatever it was, that, that uh, episode of things started becoming very difficult to find on YouTube. Because, why? Well, um, they didn't like it being said about them. But about that, remember, uh, if you if you remember that whole thing, that was actually at a time when, uh, you know, you got to send it uh, about YouTube them. But about that. A, a, remember, uh, the, if you remember that whole thing, that was actually at a time. Stop. I hate when this thing does that. Anyway. Um, so at a time where Google and YouTube wasn't, they, people didn't know that Google and YouTube were the same thing. And it has now since, that's what we're up against. We know that Google and YouTube is a thing. And now we go, oh, 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 you mean this? And they're like, yeah, this, that's a thing. And oh, anyway, now everybody knows. But back then, when we first started talking about all this, nobody knew that Google and YouTube were the same because they weren't paying attention to corporate buyouts. But we are paying attention to corporate buyouts now. Because now when we see people buying up stock or like Ball Corporation, the Ball Jar Corporation, which I have tons of those, uh, we find out that Ball Corporation, BAE, Ball Aerospace and Engineering, is a part of ball canning and all that other stuff. And uh, they also have a frequency modulation technology that actually literally takes the molecules of something and causes them to burn to ash. That's the Maui fires, see? So Maui. Remember, we haven't forgot about Maui. We haven't forgot about East Palestine, Ohio. We haven't forgot about, you know, all the other stuff that we're supposed to be paying attention to. We're still talking about these. I still bring them up, correct? Correct. So anyway, Google goes and starts taking things down. Well, that's in 2017 when I first saw that. So by the time at the end of 2018, when I started the radio show and I started doing that, uh, Saturday evening show there, and I, uh, that was the thing I was doing, there there started coming this, this stuff about Q. And there was this Q this, and there was a Q that, and I can't remember the exact date or time that it actually started really becoming a thing, and it was actually sort of part of an open conversation. But almost immediately, as soon as Q became a thing, there was the counter-narrative to it. So there was the queue is all fake and fictitious. There's no generals, and the, the no, oh here's the generals, and here's the, what they did, and here's how they've done it, and here's and so we we have this back and forth of information. And so when I you have this back and forth of information, you start going okay, well, what do I got to fit? Well, I got to figure out where I'm at on this whole thing. But then you have the things like the fall of the cabal. You have certain things that Trump is doing. You're seeing certain people act certain ways. You're, you're, some things are falling in line. You're having these deltas. And then the fact that there was people that came in and they were anti-Q. Oh, don't you dare talk to me about Q. I'm not Q. Oh, no. Oh, you're a Q guy. Oh, so get away from me. Get away from me, Satan. I mean, people were getting so tribal about being Q or not Q. And then the people in Q that were saying, and by the way, it's Q and anonymous. It's not cram the two together, by the way, that was a, that was a deep state move, so as I think about all these things, and so, you know, Q's got people, and they're like, well, Q, yeah, Q's, Q's real, but it's not what they say it is, it's not that, it's this guy, or it's that guy, or it's this thing, or this, you know, this blah, 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 right, this back and forth, that even within the Q, there was that problem, but then you had the people who were like, no Q, and they were just making fun of. Oh, you're a q tard. You're an idiot. You're this. You're that. And and then they're trying to get. Uh, they're trying to get. You know Flynn to come out and say things. And then you see these different signals. The rubbing of the nose. The blah blah blah. I've seen it all. Okay. I, I guys. I'm in. The, I, I'm involved. In it. I, I see this stuff. I'm saying I'm involved. I'm just. I see it. I see the the Flynn stuff. I see the the cue boards. I I, I get it. And I, I tracked that stuff, and I know that there was a lot of people who were getting in heavily involved with it. But then there became the whole, well, you're an idiot. Okay, I'm an idiot. Now what? Well, you're an idiot for believing that. Well, what do you believe? That we're screwed. The whole world's over. We're all going to die. Screw it. Just go home and lay on your couch till they you pass, and they'll stick you in the box or burn you in a gas chamber, whatever. Hey, all right? So you do you, right, partner? No, this this is a thing. So we, so people were telling people they were stupid, they were Q-tards, they were all these other things. But the sad part of it is, is that if you just take it from an observational point of view, Q brought a lot of people together. But it also pushed a lot of people away, but it also brought them together as well. So you have the people who came together for Q and then you had the people who came together for Q, but they were anti-Q. Ooh, you're a Q-tard. So you have those that don't believe came together and called the people who do believe Q-tards. And then the Q people who had their internal fighting and the things that they do stupidly said, well, you guys are idiots. You don't know what's really going on. Really not much of an argument, not much of a fight, but it gave everybody a reason to be tribal. Perfect. So as we continue to think about this whole thing, and again, I'm, I'm I'm over-explaining this situation because there's a website coming out or has come out or whatever it is or however you want to say this, that it is a new Q release or Q website, Q official is what it said. And my problem with it is, is that, you know, I'm just asking the question, Qofficial.net, and here in two hours and 33 minutes, I'll put this up here for you, two hours and 33 minutes here, uh, it says whatever, uh, six o'clock is dangerous, green sky in route, we can feel you breathing, nobody escapes this, nobody. So you got a cue, nothing stops this, period. Six o'clock is dangerous, period. Green skies, in route. Uh, by the way, E-N-R-O-U-T-E uh, is a specific way of spelling en route. Green skies is referring to the color of the skies will sometimes turn right before a horrific weather event. Uh, a lot of times hail or tornadoes. It says we can feel you breathing, period. And then nobody escapes this, period. Nobody. Well, all right. That sounds cryptic and crazy and whatever and uh if you guys are wanting that site it's qofficial.net and so that's the the website that if you guys want to all go over there and read that and uh and so uh patricia says julian Assange brought it out first um and so yeah so that's so there's different people have had different experiences with it people are proud of it different people are, you know, this or that. You like, oh, I don't I don't want to say. There's a lot of closet um Q people. And the sad part of it is is that even for me I will say, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, so uh and uh, Rebecca says it's uh some say it's for a next event, some say it's the enemy clock. Well, yeah, either way. I get it. But the problem is, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of we don't know, and the sad part of it is, is that I can define a lot of people's demeanor and where they are in their heart, honestly, by their response to it. If you guys think that it's the end of the world because you think Q is is uh, stupid and all this other stuff, and God, you know, we're all going to die. Well, maybe that might you might want to look inside your heart and understand that maybe you've got this real negative point of view, and maybe you just need to, you know. Let go of some things in your life and quit being being like that. And I know that sounds very elementary in my explanation of quit being like that, but in reality, just do that. Quit being like that. We uh, read your. I, I, let me read your uh, comments real quick. Uh, as I've said, uh, we have a pinhead size government. If, if we need a pinhead size government while the military dismantles it to size. Oh, yeah, that'd be great, John. We would be great if we could have the military go in and do those things. But, anyway, uh, Ken says, The fall of the cabal showed the squadron I was in, in the Navy. Uh, We were called Q. Ironic. Well, and see, this is where there's a lot of things that we know that there are different segmented parts of our government, and we know that there are bureaucracies just like the UFO a uh, release that uh, Tucker Carlson did last night. Tucker Carlson talked to a congressman about UFOs and the fact that we have passed a law, House, Senate, and signed by the president. I'm using air quotes because I'm not really sure on that whole thing. To be honest with you, I think there's some stuff that we are we are in the middle of the, uh, a very big power struggle and we, we're cheering for the side we want to win, which is what we should do. But anyway... We were supposed to be told about UFOs full disclosure. Drop your pants. Show us what you're working with there, partner. No more guessing about it. No more, you know, you know, size, color, variation, right? We're going to just look at it all, right? So we were supposed to drop the pants, get the full disclosure of all the UFO stuff out there. Tucker Carlson had an 18-minute video, uh, video that he released last night on Twitter. And this this gentleman is talking about how... The agency, an agency, not the, I'm not saying the, an agency's, plural, he referred to plural, said no. So if I have a government that an agency or bureaucracy with inside of that government can tell the government to go screw itself, even though by law... It's required to do X, Y, and Z. Why do you think the ATF feels so bold? How, why do you think the DAs feel so bold? Why do you think the cops feel so bold? Because we have absolutely lost control of our government. And by the way, we got UFO disclosure that we should all have, but we're going not going to be honest about it. We're going to lie about it. See, our own government can't even respect itself. Because somewhere, a guy getting a paycheck. Ken says, with all due respect, screw the UFOs. Give us the Epstein client list. Well, we already know what the Epstein client list is. We just want them to actually admit that it exists. That's what we really want, right? So, our own government bureaucracy tells our own government to go screw itself. But yet, our government will come to us and tell us, if you dare lie to me, at any given point, General Flynn, I will charge you with a felony, and you will go to prison and lose your, your pension and all your uh, accoutrements of being a general. Or a private citizen. Or just Jim Price running for office for a $12,000 a year job. We have agencies within the government that are actually doing everything they can to fight us. I told you that about that in the beginning of the show. Anna, she has these lawsuits she's doing. In fact, I, I need to get a hold of her. We were having a great conversation with stuff, and then I got to traveling with things, and I just did not get back to her. So I'm going to reach back out and get her on the show. But let's get back to So this, is all, this all circles around Q. This is all, this is all Q Conversation. At the problem, my problem with the, the idea that a bureaucracy won't even listen to our own government, that, that, that right there tells me that we really do have a constitutional crisis. We have ourselves a problem. We have people who believe that they have immunities and that they are above the law. And it says in our constitution strictly that is not the case whatsoever. In fact, they have less constitutional rights and they could be brought up on charges faster and be liable for more because they are a public servant than as a private citizen. Now, Going back. I have seen I have seen the Q post. I have studied them. I've tried to understand them. I've understood the numerology. I am I am flooded with a lot of information not only just from stuff that I look up and look into and the stuff I try to bring to you guys and I'm scrolling through the websites and doing showing you that the J6ers are talking through a phone system that's owned by China, um, showing you that Ball Corporation owns a frequency modulation co- uh, uh, patent since 1985 that actually causes the frequency uh, or the uh, molecular structure inside of whatever it is to actually burn itself to ash. Those are the kind of things I do because I I'm I am inundated with a lot of the Q stuff and with a lot of the government stuff and the and the the medical and the this and the oh this guy that guy the election stuff. I get all those information streams cuz guys the election stuff has always been very important to me it's it's been a part of how we get this right. Cuz we can make this better if we actually get back to having our voices heard. But we haven't been. We haven't been forever. It doesn't matter. We've never really had our voices heard except for accidentally in 2016. There was some dude who decided to bring his European wife down an escalator and say that he wanted to go in and challenge the most feared bureaucracy in the history of man. And I don't, I'm not saying Trump's a hero. I'm saying he was just dumb enough to go do it. And sometimes you just need someone dumb enough to go out there and say, let's do this. They can only kill you once. But his family's been threatened. His life has been threatened. His family's life's been threatened. He has lost billions of dollars of value. He's going through a court case in New York about valuations of his properties from decades ago. That somehow a single-handed judge who is obviously the biggest libtard on earth. Just look at the guy. Does he look like a conservative to you? Does, it, does the narrow face and in the in the crappy hair, doesn't that not scream that? I mean, if it was blue, I wouldn't even be surprised. Seriously. But we have to think about all the things that Q has done, whether you believe in one piece of Q, 1%, or none of it, or all of it. What I will tell you is at the same time, Q did create a movement. And the movement is not so much the movement as in, hey, we got voter integrity corrected. The movement was actually just, I think, is the greatest part of all this, which I think I've tried to explain to you guys and the things I actually stand behind here, is it's made us better. It's got you talking. It's got you saying a few things when you feel a little crazy saying it. But you say it anyway, just to see if you can get the conversation rolling. You see the Q sticker. You see the Q shirt. You see the Q sign. You see 17. You see Dan Scavino doing stuff. All this stuff, right? I don't care if Q is real. I don't care if Q is not real. What I do love, what I do think, and I, I embrace this and I, and I really love this part of the world that I live in. And uh, what was this? Oh, I researched the construction underneath Lincoln Memorial today. What was really under there in an, an NCBC, I believe. Well, Rebecca, uh, and I told you about that, right? The whole building underneath the building that they forgot about for 100 years, 130 years. Did you know that? Or however long it's been? Yeah, by the way, guys, they forgot underneath the Lincoln Memorial that they had driven and excavated all the way down to bedrock and then poured huge columns to support the uh, the Lincoln Monument. And they forgot about it. They forgot about it. They forgot that there was an eight-story building underneath the Lincoln Monument. Guys, I'm telling you right now, those buildings have been there for hundreds of thousands of years. And I'm going to stand behind that statement. I think the Parthenon, I think Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Chicago, Kansas City, Wichita... Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Rome, London, Paris. I do believe these old, old, old world buildings have been here for a long, long time. And just like the fact that we forgot that there was an eight-story building underneath the Lincoln Monument is absolutely the dumbest crap I've ever heard. And uh, Terry, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Just like the Parthenon. Yeah, Denise Phillips, you're absolutely right. So my problem is, is that when I look around and I say, what is going on in the world around us? What about this Q thing, Jim? Do you or do you not believe in Q? I do believe Q brought us together, whether you like it or not. I don't give a crap if one letter, I don't give a crap if Q doesn't even exist in the alphabet. And somehow through the Mandela effect, we created the word Q or letter Q. I don't care. What I do love is the humanity of it. That some people got together and said, you know what? Those are a bunch of idiot Q, Q-tards over there. And by gosh, why are they allowed to say Q-tard when they're referring to retarded, which is a medical term for Mental dysfunction or mental function of the brain, mildly, mentally retarded, mentally retarded are all medical terms. They're not actually abusive terms whatsoever. Somebody said they were and they're not. Uh, Anyway, but if you call yourself, if I call myself a Q-tard, then that's a, a, uh, oh, I'm taking your little bad word and using it against you because I'm embracing the Q-tard. But then you got people in Q who believe in Q, but then they don't believe in Q all the way. Or, well, you know, that guy doesn't know how to decode, or that guy doesn't know how to do the uh, gematria. Oh, well, that guy doesn't know how to, you know, doesn't know what color that is. He's an idiot. Well, he doesn't understand. Guys, you know what you're doing? You're talking about the government and all the nefarious acts. And you know what I like? You're talking about the government and all the nefarious acts. Thank you. Uh, Ken says they call Lynn Woods fans "libtards" or "lintards." Well, yeah. See, that's we have to, we have to call each other derogatory names so that we elevate ourselves because we don't have enough self-esteem to stand on our own two feet and say, "Hey, this is who I am." Love me. That's what most of this is about. People not wanting to be wrong people not wanting to hurt other people's feelings because they don't have the... I mean, I get it, okay? It's all psychological crap. And I do know my government is lying to me all the way. The history is literally the biggest lie on earth. Right now, guys, I don't believe... I don't believe we have had the war, world wars. I think what we had was the destruction of of the artifacts of the world to hide the history because they didn't know how to explain it to you. That's it. I really believe the people that we have somehow allowed to be over us are the biggest dummies on earth, and the best they can do is to try to cover it up, sweep the dirt under the rug, so that you won't see it, so you don't have they don't have to explain to you how they don't know what's going on. While telling you, if you talk about what's going on, they'll arrest you. They'll shoot you in the head. They'll shoot you in the back. They'll put you in jail. They will destroy your life. And this is the problem. Because they are so fearful that you might find out that they're so stupid they have no idea what they're talking about, and they just keep telling you story after story after story because they're just liars, and you, when you lie, normally lie, lying becomes normal. That's it. That's all they're doing. They're just continuing to lie because they don't know. I'll give you a reference, and this is one that sticks in my brain. I remember I was in sixth grade, and I... Uh, Rebecca says, Nikki Haley uh, is endorsed by Coke, so I feel for Wichita, new mayor, coming January. Well, Lily Wu is uh, sold out anyway because I know a lot more about that whole situation than we want to talk about. So anyway. Uh Uh-oh. The sword's on my – anyway. So I didn't mean to get distracted by that. What was I just talking about? It was something I wanted to tell you guys. Well, you guys are going to have to fill me in because I was just – I got off on a thing on Lily Wu, and I didn't mean to. What was I just talking about just before I got before I went on Willie Lily Woo thing there? Uh, I can't believe I forgot that. I got off on a little diatribe there on Lily Woo. Yeah, Lily Woo. Uh, Rebecca, if you want to talk about R- Lily Woo sometime, I got a lot of information for you. Not so much about her, but about all the other stuff. When, uh, what was I just talking about before that, Rebecca? Do you guys, who's out there still? You guys still out there? Um, Oh, sixth grade. That was right. The lies, the lies. Thank you so much, Rebecca. God, our Carrie Heisman, thank you so much. Okay, so I asked a question of my mother. And I was going to start like Starlight Park Academy in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, I was in, the, in her truck. She had a Datsun pickup. Uh, pale blue, it's one that she always had, I don't know, she always, she had pale blue and white, those were the two colors that she had, a lot, I don't know if that was the only two colors, Dotsons came in, but anyway, she had a, a pale blue Dotson. and I asked the question, how, and I had already, you know, this was in the very beginning of 6th grade, at the end of 6th grade, by the end of 6th grade, I had rebuilt an entire V8 motor in a Ford Granada, I actually have photos of the car, I actually found those in those photos that were sent to me, by the way, anyway. I said, hey mom, how do motors work? And she goes, Well, the pistons go up and down and it and it uh you know it moves the truck. I'm like, well, how do the pistons go up and down? She says, Well, it's by magnets. And I think she's abruptly changed the subject. Here's the problem. She didn't know. And you know what she could have done if she had discernment in her heart, if she was actually an individual who understood that she didn't need to live an ego, you know what she could have done? I don't know but let's go find somebody who does. Let's go talk to somebody who does. Let's go find the answer. How much different could that a conversation have been? How much of a bond would have been created? But the sad part of this is, the sad part of this is, is that our government doesn't know how a motor works. Our government says, oh, that it moves; the pistons move up and down because of magnets. So in sixth grade, the adult that I consider to be an authority in my life, someone that I could count on that was obviously in charge of things, lied to me about motors. And it did not take me very long to figure out that she didn't know what she was talking about. But at the same time, the example I'm giving you is that if my own mother is willing to lie to me about the fact that she doesn't even know how a motor works or how it operates... And she's just my mom. These aren't people who have lied and cheated and have no mental cap- capabilities of actually being smart are trying to cover up the fact they don't know how this world got where we are and all these, pl- all these planets around us and the destruction of our, pl- our, our planet and the mud floods. How come every archaeological site always has 10, 20, 30, 50 feet of dirt in it with misplaced rocks that look like they were washed into place? Those didn't dust in there by dust in the wind. This is not a Kansas song. The actuality, the actual product of this is that we have a bunch of people who cannot tell you that they have no idea and the fact that they you know they clamoring and holding on to their pearls going <sighs> but it's the Bible that tells us everything. The Bible's never been changed and yet there 77 books have been gone missing in the last 5 600 years. 22 in just the last 2 to 300 years the revisions or the King James Version, the revisions that have happened are countless. So my problem with this whole thing, hmm, uh, Carrie Eisenman says, Carol Shelby had big magnets in Mustang Motors. (laughs) Well, there you go. That's exactly right. So according to my mom, hey, Tanya Price, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for being on Facebook there. Um, so my problem with this whole thing is, is these guys who we're all over here giving reverence to, oh, Nancy Pelosi, oh, Chuck Schumer, oh, Nikki Haley, oh, Ron DeSantis, oh, de Blasio. Oh, by the way, de Blasio, or not de Blasio, DeSantis, DeSantis and Newsom are going to do a presidential debate. On Hannity, tomorrow night, Thursday, on Fox, DeSantis and Newsom are going to be the red state, blue state governor debate. Do you guys not see the establishment move that they're going to put Newsom in and they're going to bring DeSantis in? DeSantis is their golden boy. He's the one that met with Soros. He's the one that's got the, uh, the United Emirates donations already. Guys, you guys want to go find out how Dirty DeSantis is? Go look at his early donations and who they came from and who organized his, his actual fundraisers in the very beginning. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Soros' grandson. By the way, his very first fundraiser was in Washington, D.C. That's the establishment play. Disease X is out there. The Margaret virus is out there. The vaccines are still out there. They're still trying to kill you guys. By the way, they're not doing a very good job of it, and we can actually have sex and beat them at their own game by outliving them and outpopulating them. If we go and create a population and the people away from what they're doing, then we don't have to pay attention to their stupidity. We can walk away from their, their shackles. We can walk away from the prisons we live in. We can walk away from the slavery that we put ourselves in. And by the way, like I said yesterday, guys, on the show yesterday, you are nothing but a prostitute working for an abusive, an abusive, an abusive pimp. The pimp is your small G government. Not your big G God, but your small G government. Your small G government has got you out there working your tail off, paying all your bills, but then giving them the first taste, giving your pimp the first taste, and then they give you what's left over. Your small G God, that big G, that the big G God is not on the throne of your life. Your small G God, small G government, that sits on the throne because they get the first taste of your fruits. Isn't it something about the? Yeah, what's the first fruits of your supposed to go? Where are the first fruits supposed to go? Does anybody remember first fruits? I just remember this whole thing about first fruits. But that government that you, that pimp, you pay your money to who they take their money first and then give you what they think you should have left over. And by the way, they can come and take any more or less whenever they want to. And that they bring in the CBDCs, they can do that willy-nilly. By the way, guys, you guys know that um, they're not doing that whole Venmo, PayPal on your tax return thing, right? The IRS uh, kicked that can down the road for another year, so that's not going to be a thing coming up in the new tax season year they're still not enforcing that because they found out that it really is not worth it. It's going to cost them too much and it's going to bog them down way way too much. Now, what I and let's go back. So, your pimp takes your money first. But if I told you that Q is real and you don't believe in Q, I'm a Q-tard. If you do believe in Q, then I'm I'm on your side. But then do I believe in everything Q's done or everything's right or this or that? Well, maybe not. See, my problem is, is that all I care about, honestly, I know all this other political stuff. I know all these other things. I'm still working on all the voting stuff. I'm still working on, you know, I'm still doing all this stuff, guys. But you know, at the end of the day, right here, I want you guys to be the best you can be. I want you guys getting better every day. I want you guys to outlive their plan. I want you to have more babies than they can count I want you to not I want you to have babies and then don't don't put them on Social Security don't give them a birth certificate did you know that there is a way to do that that the Amish and the um, the Yoder type uh, the Amish and the whatever the other, other ones are They have a way of going getting a number. That whenever you go to do something, there are no vaccines, there are no—I mean, all this stuff—it's actually—it's—it's it's already already out there. The Amish and the and the uh, and these uh, Puritans and or am not Puritans. What am I thinking? Amish and the Mennonites—that's what it was. Mennonites—they've already got this all figured out. They've already got an agreement with the government for no birth certificates, no social security cards ever. They've got it worked out. They've got a thing. They can actually fly and not do the same crap that we put ourselves through. What a miracle that is. That they don't have to worry about vaccinations and they don't have to worry about all these birth certificates and social security numbers and all this other crap. Well, that's amazing. See, this freedom of religion thing is actually kind of a big deal. It's always been a big deal. So maybe I need to become a Mennonite. Maybe I need to be an Amish. Maybe I need to be, I don't know. But I'll have to figure that out on my own, right? Too many times, guys, we find ourselves in these little boxes that we've created for ourselves, and we box ourselves in, and we and we make ourselves enemies of ourselves. And whether you think that Q is real, whether you think Q is a... Oh, Rebecca Wells, My Daily, uh, oh, it's My Daily Naturals, sorry, MyDailyNaturals.com. See if I spelled it right. Boom, there we go. Um, anyway, this whole thing, guys, is about you, it's about you being better, it's about you having a better, brighter future, only because you get your heart in the right place. And I don't care if you believe in Allah or Buddha or Jesus or Ra or Baal or whatever it is you worship, okay? I, that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about because everybody starts doing that tribal thing. Well, hey, I'm a Jew. I'm Jewish. I, you know, I got a, whoo, you know, I'm so much, I'm the chosen people. And I'm like, well, we don't have to go down that path. Like, we don't have to start going in that direction. But what if we just actually just made sure that we were doing the right thing inside of here, being selfless and not selfish? What if we found ways to really bring pleasantries to our lives and to other people's lives? What if I was able to what if I was able to do something that made someone else's day just a little bit brighter? What does that cost me? What does it cost me to be nice to somebody? Time, effort, thought. What if actually just saying, hey, how are you, man? It's good to see you. Love the hair. Compliment things in people that you want to see more of. You want to see them with their hair up? Then compliment them on their hair up. If you like the way that a certain pair of jeans looks on them, Tell them you like those. Man, those jeans look great on you. Because that's what you want to see more of. Thanks for calling me. When you called me, that really meant a lot to me. And thank you for being a friend. Hey, thank you for texting me. That, that was awesome. Why did I get together with the, why did I put together the My Daily Naturals basic cell function package? Because I want you to be better. I went out and worked our tails off to get this My Daily Naturals that we should be able to bring to you guys this coming week in shipping. I came to you guys with this because I want you to live longer. I want you to have a better life. I want you to be amazing. But I don't want you guys being consumed by the machine. I don't want you guys being torn apart by your pimp, by the slave system that you're in. I want you guys to figure out a way to go outside of that and find bounty in your life, find bounty in all the little things. If a guy in a prison cell can take toilet paper and create a bouquet of flowers out of toilet paper, single-ply government crap toilet paper, And they can make beautiful leaves and ornamental stems and all this amazing artwork out of toilet paper in a jail cell. What could you create with your heart and your intention and what you want the world to be? And what would the world look like around you? So whether you believe that this event tonight that's supposed to be going off here in another hour or so, whatever that is going to be, if you think that that's the end of the world, beginning of the world, later of the world, I don't know, we are the world. Two hours from now, we'll find out, I guess. And maybe it's just a big nothing burger. But what if I actually made sure that I was working on me and I was in the right place at the right time and getting my life in the right place in the right time and doing all these things for other people? Then these little clocks like this, these little statements, these little things that we keep all looking around for answers in, they wouldn't mean so much. If I tell you to create a parallel economy and get yourself out of the machine and quit paying into a tax system that kills babies worldwide, you know, you guys should be motivated that there's someone saying, yeah, let's go do this. But too many of us live in fear and that fear drives us faster, harder, and more direct to our demise than actually living in peace with yourself. Find that peace in here. Find out who you are, what you need to be first. And that's how you fix this. That's how you win this whole thing your heart in the right place. Remember, your future is a reflection of your heart now. Make sure your heart's in the right place every single day being better than the day before. That's how it works. All right, guys. Thank you so much for thing you guys are doing out there. Remember, uh, mydailynaturals.com. Mydailynaturals.com is the website. Get your, di- your basic cell function package over there. Also, we have other vitamins available, uh, minerals available. So go over there and hook that up. And uh, guys, this is our world. You make it what you want. You make it everything you need to be. Don't wait for others to do it for you. Um, and remember that, guys. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less that to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line, hold fast, do not give up, do not give in, we'll win. I promise I don't make promises I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer out there. Remember, the Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. You have always been the answer. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys love good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.